Howdy. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Elena Polson, Chief Communications Officer here in Clear Creek ISD, and welcome to Car Rider Line. This is an opportunity for us to talk about topics that are important to our parents and students and community at large. Today, I am joined by some very special guests. For the first time, we have our Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Greg Smith. He will be facilitating our conversation with um, some of our exceptional graduating seniors. We have Colt Schultz from Clear Springs High School. He's graduating here in just a few days. Macy Barker is also graduating. She's from Clearbrook High School and Aaron Pritchard from Clear Springs High School. And we're just gonna talk about the journey to graduation and just your experiences along the way. And as I shared with them earlier, they are very um, familiar with Dr. Greg Smith. He, they've been part of his communication council for a few years now. Yes, so yes. I'm gonna hand it over to you. Thank you, I appreciate that. So yeah, I've known Erin for <laughs> four years now. She's uh, served on the Superintendent's Student Advisory Committee and she's contributed quite quite well and I will say it's given me a lot of her wisdom over time and helped with policies and procedures and really helped shape the vision for Clear Creek ISD so thank you. And these other two to my left here starting with Colt Schultz. Uh, I used to watch him run around the pews at church you know, as a second grader and, and, and bowl me over when we needed to see each other. And then uh, certainly Macy Barker as well. I used to read in her class as a second grader over at North Point Elementary School. And so it's great to see all three of you grown up over time. And I'm, I'm proud to be part of your lives as well. But uh, enough about that. Let's just talk about you three and some of your experiences and journeys. And I would like to, for you to tell the audience, if you could, what are your plans after graduation? And what field of study are you thinking about going into? And perhaps... Why? What's your passion? So, Colt, oh, okay. let's start with you. <laughs> okay, so after I graduate high school, I will be going to the Culinary Institute of America in New York, and I will be majoring in food business management with a culinary associate. And then, really, the reason why I've always focused on the culinary side and really loved it is. Ever since I was tall enough to reach the countertop, I was always loved to cook. Oh. I would always be tugging on my mom's leg, you know, what are you cooking, what are you cooking, you know, trying to just always figure out new things to put new spices or always figure out different things that I can add together to make different recipes. And now, did you always clean up after yourself? Oh, no, <laughs> no. As um, I've gone through the wonderful culinary program at Springs, that's really taught me with the cleaning side. But when I was younger, oh, I would leave a mess and I would hear it from mom all the time. <laughs> Macy, what are your plans? Um, I'm going to play volleyball at the University of Texas at Permian Basin and also major in nursing. Um, I really just want to, like, I don't know, I feel like nursing and, like, medical has been on my mind for, like, a while, and just I really like the idea of helping people and being able to serve the community and stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Erin? I'm going to continue debating at Texas Tech University. Um, I'm majoring in political science with a double minor in Spanish and forensics. And um, kind of what got me into that was like cold, the program at Springs, not culinary, but debate. <laughs> so it just got me really interested in politics. Okay, great. You'll do well. Right? <laughs> if the past four years is any evidence of that, I just Thank want you. to let the Red Raider fans know, watch out. Erin, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to start with you on this next question. And I want you to think back uh, to uh, your transition between eighth and ninth grade. I know that's hard, and it's not something that's <laughs> enjoyable, but what advice do you have to give to incoming ninth graders on what to prepare and how to prepare for high school? 
So the biggest advice that I can give you for high school is you just like, you have to do your homework. Like sometimes it'll feel really easy just to copy or use like online Delta math, but homework is for me at least been the most beneficial thing to do. It's the easiest way to prepare for your test because it's really reflective in your test as to what you do on your homework. So just, it helps you understand and then you won't get in trouble for cheating. So I would just say do your homework. That's the easiest way. Okay, Macy? Um, I'd say the biggest advice even though like homework is very important, like <laughs> grades are super important, um, especially later on in the future, I'd say don't forget to have fun too. Don't forget about like the football games and like homecoming and all like the festivities outside of just the schoolwork so you can remember your high school career and like your education and stuff because five years from now, you're not gonna remember, oh my gosh, this one assignment I had in math, but you'll more likely remember the experience you had with friends and social events and uh, stuff. Well put, thank you. To um, cool. follow on that, I think really it's just Make sure you're relaxed. A lot of, I've seen just through the years of high school, you know, that first day of ninth graders walking in their tents, you know, they're scared, they're afraid someone's gonna be, you know, make fun of them or something. <laughs> and I think one of the biggest thing is just to stay relaxed, ask questions. If you're confused with an assignment, don't be scared that someone's gonna make fun of you. Don't be scared that a teacher's gonna think of something about you. Make sure you ask questions and really, you know, be prepared for the next four years of your life in high school. Okay. Now, you all three are involved in at least one extracurricular program. How important is that in terms of your success in high school and staying connected? Anybody? I would say it's pretty decently important because it gets you out there and you get to meet new people, kind of relatives, like you're in debate and stuff, um, that just you get to have friends and stuff, stuff like that. Right. Um, with I've been in the marching band program for the past four years, and I think that's really helped with just the friendship side. Mm -hmm. And I um, actually got to meet several of the senior band students when I was coming into high school, and you already had friends. Super. You were already comfortable with environment. If you were lost down Main Street at Clear Springs, you would find <laughs> a senior of one of your band kids there, you know, and be like, hey, how do I get to this class? So I really think that extracurricular really helps just making you more comfortable in the hallways and in the classroom. Okay. Yeah, and like yeah. I would also say in taking extracurriculars, it really helps to prepare for the future, especially like, I mean, all three of us are extracurricular or something that we're continuing to do outside of high school. Yeah. So it really does help you find friends, but also like help you find possibly a future or like a hobby. Okay. I was going to ask you, do you remember your first day of school? But I'm going to skip that one. It goes to the question of who is your favorite teacher and why? Who's that one person that stuck out over the past 13 years? I got it. So, all right. <laughs> I had a bunch of favorite teachers. I mean, like, all my teachers were amazing. I love my debate coach, everyone. But my favorite teacher I ever had was my Spanish teacher, Miss Moss. I had her for two years, and she was just, like, amazing. What grade? Um, I had her my sophomore and my junior year. Okay, great. What made her your favorite? Well, first of all, she taught me Spanish, which has been, like, very important. I was telling them I'm going to Honduras this summer to work for a mission group. Wow. So that's, like, really helpful. But also she was just super nice, and she really understood that, like, not all students learn the same, and she really went out of her way to make sure everyone was understanding the curriculum. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Colt? Okay. Uh, I'm stuck between two, so I might, <laughs> yeah, I might have to go with two. You get one pick. Oh, okay. Um, I think I'm going to have to go Mr. Jim Matthews. He was my eighth-grade history teacher. And he just always stuck out because he was a really big idol for me, just in character and leadership and respect. And again, with that progression to ninth grade, he really helped just get me mentally ready and prepared to go into high school. You know, he always reassured me, you'll be fine, you know, you'll do wonderful in grades and you'll just 
overall be wonderful in high school, and I just think that motivation and just overall character that he had really helped me with the future I did in high school. Okay. Favorite teacher, Macy? Mine is definitely Miss Payne. She was my fifth grade teacher at North Point. Um, she really kind of made me who I was because in elementary school I was always like, I was never at like the good reading level like everybody else and I was always just like struggling with like being down on myself and not being able to do stuff and she'd always like keep me back in class and like just talk to me and just like help me out through some things and oh goodness she's done so many things for me. I remember her, she, she brought her classroom to life, didn't she? Oh, it was the greatest class I think I've ever been involved in. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. So, um, how do you handle stress? Not that there's any stress in high school or in life oh, not in general. Uh, <laughs> but, not, um, of course not. Uh, Colt, let's start with you. I mean, how do you handle it? So, Some people uh, go to ice cream and other people oh, yeah, go to cookies. Oh, yeah, just a so. nice little gallon of ice cream always helps. No, um, I think one of the best things, especially a personal experience, is with the several competitions I have been in, it has taken a toll of AP classes where homework piles up day after day. And I think the best thing to do with that is really, you can't think of all of it at once. You can't think of all those classes and all that homework all at once. What I do is I'll come back from a competition, receive all the homework, and I will lay it all out. What is first? What is most important? Get that done and move on. You can't look at all at once because you will just go overwhelmed of how much you need to get done in a certain time. So I think just spreading out and figuring out what's most important. So don't think that you have to eat that elephant all at one oh, yes. time, right? So yes, sir. break it down. Yes, sir. Great advice. Macy? Um, I'd say find something you can fall back on. For me, it'd be sports and playing volleyball, like something that you can take your stress out on um, to distract yourself with. So if you are freaking out over like the loads of homework you have or the tests you have coming up, just kind of like take a break and take a breather and go either for like a run or like just find whatever you like to do to stress out, I guess. I talked to both of you guys about this and Colt, you've probably seen it before. I do really bad with stress. One of the big things I do is I just, I got to cry it out sometimes. Um, (laughs) I I agree with Colt about like separating everything out, but I would just like to say that it is beneficial to cry sometimes, but you have to let that stress motivate you, not overwhelm you. So I would also recommend, recommend academically what Colt said. Okay. As we, as we, take a, an opportunity to look back, and that's what we've done. we we'll look back. We've also asked questions about looking forward. But I want you to look back over your career, and if you could suggest something that Clear Creek IS could, ISD could do to better serve our students in the future, what would it be? Hmm. What one thing <laughs> <laughs> would you suggest? more opportunities for students to talk to other students and kind of like work things out and so maybe have um, just like a little break time so students can like work out projects or like talk about other classes or even talk to teachers if they have any questions so it's just not super awkward asking in front of like the whole class. Okay so maybe some more advisory time to, to be able to work out whatever yeah. conflicts or issues or questions that you might have. Mm-hmm. I think um, one really big thing with that and also backing up on the last question with the stress is I do understand, you know, each teacher has hundreds of students and several class periods. But I think what they need to do is kids that are getting overwhelmed or, you know, are behind and just they've been gone for competitions or debate or anything. I think what the teachers need to do is just work with them. I think that would be a great thing is they just keep the mindset they have six other classes, you know. Always try to just keep the mindset hey, I can work with you, what's the best day for you to come in, 
get this class done. I understand you have other classes, and I just think that's probably the best advice is just be flexible. Really try to help those students because they have so many other classes going on. Okay. Erin, you want to take a shot at that? I know that CCISD has done a good job of increasing some of the emotional support counselors on campuses, but I would just recommend increasing that a little bit more just to make it that there's always an availability for a kid who needs it so that there's no like overcrowding, no waiting in lines, that there's just always someone there if you need it when you need it. Okay. Very good. Any tips for parents on how to handle seniors with senioritis over these last two weeks? Um, I'd probably say just let them run their course. I'm like, don't stop being a parent. Obviously, obviously, still parent them, encourage them, but don't get like down on them. Don't um, punish them for that because it's gonna happen. We're a few days from graduation. <laughs> like, it's real hard to like stay strong and do all the work. But um, I feel like parents, if they just had an understanding of what senioritis is kind of like and they get it, then I think oh, yeah. it'd be a lot easier on both of them and the students. Okay, cool. I think with that, and very similar to what I was saying, it's just okay. patience. And um, it's, like she said, it is very hard to uh, <laughs> not to have that because our classes are wrapping up, exemptions are available, we are doing, you know, less and less in the classroom as we're just preparing to graduate. So I really think the best thing is maybe if you want to make sure that your students aren't getting too deep in the senioritis, just talk to them about college. You know, hey, if they're set on a college, you know, figure out, hey, what are your plans when you get there? Or have you checked on your classes? Or what's your financial side? You know, just always try to keep that education flowing through their mind, you know, for the future, even though the senioritis might be hitting them hard. I think just communicating the college will keep it flowing. Yeah, my mom told me straight the other day, she was like, I'm not going to remind you everything, every single thing that you need to do because you know what you need to do, and ultimately, if you don't, like, that falls on you. So she'll remind me, kind of like what Colt said, she'll say, like, you know, if you don't do this, you might not qualify for this scholarship. So she just reminds me little things like that, but for parents, I just recommend kind of what both of you guys were saying, just lay back a little bit, but give them little reminders, like, don't slip up too much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, good. This we have a yes. question. If you could change one thing about your high school years, what would it be? Wow. They're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have gotten that haircut freshman year. <laughs> but it is kind of amazing just listening to you three talk about the culmination. You know, it's kind of going through those growing pains. You only see the gem at the end of that journey. But if if just think back, I'm sure there's one thing, I really, maybe two. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I really wouldn't have been so hard on myself, I guess, because I came into high school, literally, if you look at my Naviance account, it's like my freshman year goal was to be valedictorian. So, yeah, that's not, I'm not. <laughs> so, it's just like, and throughout the years, you see my goals like slowly getting smaller. But it's really important, I feel like, not to set too high of a standard for yourself because high school really is a completely different ball game than junior high is. And you could have been the smartest kid in your junior high and be falling behind in high school. So, mm -hmm. I guess I just wouldn't, I'd set goals for myself but not as unrealistic as I did I think uh, one thing that I really learned and really applied during probably my junior and senior year is communication open communication especially with the teachers is just if you have a question again ask it don't sit in the back of the classroom think you know I'll figure it out later because you won't <laughs> or you know you'll get behind and then that idea of just not understanding that certain subject or something 
will eventually start adding up and it will hit towards the end of the year when you really need to apply all those different units. I think mine would be was to not get so caught up in what other people thought of me. Um, being like liked and like well known I guess was freshman year was a big deal and I was like oh my gosh I yeah. must be like well known everyone must know who I am like, <laughs> I must be popular but now you think about it it's just like you're there for a reason you're there to learn you're there to get educated to go off into college you're not there to make friends or well you kind of are but you're not like <laughs> that's not the end goal of high school you're not graduating because based on how many friends you made or based on how popular you were you're graduating based on your education so okay good sure. good um as you look look back and we think about the education I am so I wanted to say flat out that I am so proud of you three among many thousands that will walk across the stage in another uh, couple weeks and uh, because when I look through your eyes and I look at the, the eyes that you bring to the table today I just can feel that your hopes dreams and aspirations are really hitting the mark that you all three have flourished in high school and in all, all levels of school. So I, I really wanted to let you know how much I appreciate what you've done and how you've done it. Thank you. Your Thank journey you. has been well documented. Uh, you've left uh, some big footprints for future freshmen to, to fall into. So thank you all three uh, for a job well done. And um, I have nothing but the the, the greatest admiration for you three and what you're going to do in the future and just please don't forget to come back and visit. <laughs> sure. I have a question. So when you went from eighth grade to ninth grade, there is that fear of the unknown yes. and you've mastered high school clearly. What fears do you have, if any, of going off to college? I think it might be, I mean, it's very similar fears of walking into high school. It's just that idea of um, what's going to be that first day. And what's really helped, I think, through the high school years is we can apply the fears that we had walking in high school, we can apply, you know, make sure you're confident, make sure, you know, don't think of what others say, you know, make sure <clears throat> just overall ask questions. Again, you can apply that to your college years, but I think the overall fears are very similar to high school years. Um, I feel like something all three of us might be able to relate to is we're all going so far away from yeah. home. Yes. Uh, it's like, a, you said you were going to New York. Yes. Or, it's, yeah, it's right, really Your parents far. are going to go with you. Sure. But I feel like just being so isolated from what you're familiar with and comfortable with, because the chances are of you knowing the person you're staying with or the people around you or just the whole school is very slim. So it's just kind of like you're jumping into a whole new area completely because at least when you're walking into high school freshman year you know the kids that were at your school eighth grade year you know some people at least but this one you may not know anybody at all and so that's going to be really hard just kind of like figuring everything out yeah my biggest fear is really similar to both of them I'm not as worried about classes as I am about like I'm going nine hours away and I don't know anyone <laughs> so yeah I am a little worried about how I'll fit in and who I'll make friends with or who I'll talk to in the beginning we're going to turn the tables on you, Dr. Smith. This okay. time of year is the culmination of your work, and I know that coming up here starting on Wednesday, you're going to oversee seven graduations. What is your message to yeah. the students that are graduating? Blue skies and 75 degrees. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my message is the, the fact that you, this is a journey, and it, it never was set up to be a race to the top, okay? You're not in a race, and matter of fact, um, you know, we encourage people to fail on occasion so that you learn how to get back up. And that's part of life's lesson of, of it's not 
it's not who finishes the race first, it's who finishes at the end. And, and I truly hope and pray that you find opportunities to give back to whatever community you settle in because that's just as important about your why going into whichever profession you pick is what you give back to your community and how much stronger you can make it collectively because we're all in this proverbial race together and and I hope that you find your your aspirations but even more so I hope that you have opportunities to give back and make this world a better place. Well on that note I think we'll go ahead and close out today's discussion. So thank you so much for everyone being here this afternoon and spending some time with us. Um, again, if this will be available on our podcast and you can download it, it'll, it'll automatically show up on your phone if you're, reg- if you're already subscribed to us. If not, please subscribe to Car, Car Rider Line. Um, thank you to everyone. Our graduations start in earnest next Wednesday. And for more information about our ceremonies and location and all the rules of the road, getting there and out, please visit www.ccisd.net forward slash graduations. Until next time, thank you.